0: Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID.
1: So what a night in Florida last night. And a huge congratulations to Ron DeSantis and the other Republicans in that state for really securing it as a deep red state. But I do not like to see a potential feud. I'm not even going to say there's a feud yet, but a potential feud between Governor Ron DeSantis, who is a beast, and President Trump, who is an even bigger beast. So let me remind you of a very simple fact here. Every Trump supporter loves Ron DeSantis, every one of us. Not every Ron DeSantis supporter loves President Trump. Most of them do, but not everyone. So who stands the most to lose here if this was a fight that brewed into something, into a war? Ron DeSantis does. So, Governor, let me offer up humbly some advice to you. You're still young. Form a coalition with President Trump, unify with him, get him on your side. You have six years. We get President Trump into office, you serve another four years as governor, and then you have two years to campaign for the presidency and make it the one-two punch from conservative heaven. Let's unify this party not tear it apart. A war between these two behemoths would be devastating to our party, and I'm telling you, devastating to Ron DeSantis. That I promise you. President Trump is too tough
0: But uh, whoa, Tom Petty, boom back down. That is Grant Stinchfield, who used to host 8 o'clock Newsmax up against Tucker Carlson. And maybe he'll tell us why that, not that's not the case anymore. That's, uh, he's not there anymore. But he does these really great Instagram videos. That was one of them on his Instagram page. He also hosts a very successful podcast, very creative name, Stinchfield. Here he is, live, I believe, from Texas. The very talented Grant Stinfield. How long did it take you to come up with that name for your podcast, Grant? I know. Isn't that crazy? I I come up (laughs) with the name Stinfield, and and there it is. Uh. (laughs) Hey, before I get to your Trump DeSantis uh, point, uh, I had heard, I think again on your Instagram page, that you claim that the reason why you're not on Newsmax anymore is that the powers that be there wanted you to badmouth your competitor, Tucker Carlson who you knew was out viewing you 10 to 1. Not your fault. You're great, but he's a beast. And you made the very accurate point that maybe outside of Donald Trump, there is nobody more powerful in that party than Tucker Carlson. Is that what your contention is? Uh, yeah,
2: uh, well, yeah. And You know, you used the word claim. It's not a claim. I'm going to tell you it's absolute fact. There's no other way to explain why I would be uh, ousted from Newsmax. I was a loyal soldier there. I didn't cause problems. I'm not one of these hot-headed, egotistical talent types. I I go in. Like me. I I do my job. That's that's me,
0: by the way. That's not you. That's me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it might be. (laughs) Um, so So, look, they wanted me to attack Tucker Carlson on a nightly basis. I I couldn't do it. I could find little things that I disagree with him on. And as I did that, I got blasted by viewers, even on the tiniest little things. Because, you know, conservatives, one great thing about us, we don't agree on everything, no matter what the left says. There are little things we disagree on. Um, And then I started questioning the amount of money going to Ukraine and where it was going and the need for checks and balances. And for some reason at Newsmax, they are so hell-bent on write the checks, no questions asked, support Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And it just didn't fit the narrative. So when they brought in Greta Van Sustern, I think I was an easy ouster because uh, God bless him, Chris Ruddy, a man who I really have great respect for, the CEO of Newsmax. He's built a hell of a company. He wanted to go the direction of Tucker Carlson of pro-Ukraine. It's his company. He's entitled to that, and I just couldn't go there. And so I think I was an easy uh an easy, an easy ouster.
0: Gotcha. Now, getting back to that piece that I just played, I loved it, but I did have one major point of contention. You made it sound like in that speech that the issue was Ron DeSantis. I have never, ever heard Ron DeSantis say one thing bad about Donald Trump. Trump can't stop himself. And he said more than once, hey, DeSantis, unify, unify. To me, the onus is on Donald Trump to unify because he's the one bashing DeSantis and, quite frankly, everybody else. I'm going to tell you, Grant, that I'm still with Donald Trump. But there are a ton of people here in New York that love Trump, voted for him twice. They are running away from him like he's got COVID. He's the guy that needs to unify, not Ron DeSantis. Well,
2: uh, honestly, I hate to break the news to all the you New Yorkers from a former New Yorker who lives in the great free state of Texas. I really don't care what your New York friends do. I really don't. Um, They're not real conservatives, and I'm sure you have many of them that listen to your program. But the ones that are running from Donald Trump as quick as they can are buying into the mainstream media narrative, and and they're eating up the cake that's being fed to them that's a bogus fake news cake. President Trump is still a leader of the Republican Party. I guarantee it. Now, did any of this surprise you? President Trump has always lashed out when when he feels the need to lash out. He's always thrown the first shot across the bow to give a little warning shot. Don't tussle with me. I'm the big boy at the playground. All of this is straight out of the Donald Trump playbook. Did it backfire on him? I'm not going to say it backfired. I'm not sure it helped him in any way when he went on his last tirade about Ron DeSantis. But I put that aside for the most part because it is President Trump, and he's been very good at uh, winning these battles when nobody thought he could win. And so here we go again. It's like 2016, 2015, all over again.
0: Everybody tell
2: us Donald Trump can't win, and we shall see. I don't
0: think they're saying that. But look, 2016, he was shiny and new, and it was exciting. And even when he blasted John McCain, which was stupid, I don't care about dossiers, it was stupid, disrespectful. We ate it. And again, listen, Grant, I'm a Trump supporter. I'm voting for Donald Trump. I want him to win over Ron DeSantis, but I'm not one of those blind supporters. He says and does a lot of stupid stuff. And now, years later, after the whole election is rigged and all the other nonsense, I don't think he's got the same leeway he had back in 2016 to just drill his competitors, especially folks who conservatives like, like Ron DeSantis.
2: Said, so you, when you say the election is rigged and all the other nonsense— right? Do you understand and see what just happened in yes, Arizona? Yes,
0: yes, I do. But, yeah, but people don't care from him anymore. They don't want to hear it from him anymore. They don't. But it's
2: the truth. It's the truth. Every blue state that has a mail-in ballot scheme in place, we are still counting votes. If we go back to Election Day, maybe early voting, in-person voting, the Democrats, it's a fair shake. If we continue this road down the mass mail-in ballot scheme in places like, yes, even California, that's very liberal, but we're waiting on seven, eight seats in California that could decide the balance of power in the House of Representatives. Right. This is a scheme to control power. He's not wrong when he says the system's rigged.
0: Well, he also has to play the game. So whether he's wrong or right or not is not the question. The question is, does he want to win? Is he electable? And there's a lot of Trump supporters, and you're knee-deep in this, Grant, and you're very, very bright, very bright, very astute, and you love the guy. But there's a lot of folks who like Trump that say, enough, I've heard enough. I don't even disagree with you. I don't even disagree. But let's talk about what's plaguing our country right now above and beyond that. So then what sure. does he have does
2: to do? He, does, he, does he bring some of this on himself? I think even he may admit right. that he does bring some of it on himself at times. I mean, the the tirade on Ron DeSantis. But let's think, what could have happened? I don't know. Now, I have close ties in there, but I don't know what happened to set President Trump off about Ron DeSantis. My guess is maybe there was a phone call made. Maybe someone didn't call somebody back. Some, something happened, though— to set President Trump off. And what is Ron DeSantis... Oh, oh, hold
0: on a second. You, you really, and again, I, 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 I defer to you when it comes to being a smart guy. He doesn't need anything to set him off, Grant. Nothing. He needs nothing. He needs to read, hey, I like Ron DeSantis, for him to go, how come you don't like me? That's how crazy and narcissistic he is. So I disagree that something had to set him off outside of, hey, ah. they're talking about that guy and not me.
2: All right, look, wh- whatever it may be. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right. It, does, it doesn't matter. In the end, uh, I, I know this is not on Ron DeSantis, but Ron DeSantis is sitting back as if the bee's nest was swatted. We know President Trump does not like uh, people speaking ill against him and, and oh, all the support coming out for DeSantis after the big red wave in Florida. Uh, but Ron DeSantis has done nothing to to quell the war. He's done nothing to stop any of it. He could literally right now come out and say, I'm not running for president. I got President Trump's back. He supported me when I needed it most when I was running against Andrew Gillum in Florida, and, and Gillum had the lead, and President Trump helped me get there, whoa, whoa, whoa. I supported him. But why does in he have
0: to do that? Wait, wait, wait a second. Why? So why, why? doesn't Trump do that? Why does Ron you know DeSantis have to do it?
2: Because you know I, I badmouth uh, New York, but still, at my heart, I'm a New York Italian. My made my, my <laughs> mom's maiden name is Minervini, right. and there's something called loyalty. You have loyalty to those who get you there. Oh, and stop. believe me, I live stop. it and breathe it. Come it's on. street
1: loyalty.
0: Come on. Listen, that's like, you, you know, no, I, I, I don't because I do when it comes to somebody beating your ass on the street. But like Don Imus gave me my first job ever in New York City, but he turned out to be a real prick. So I badmouth Don Imus today. Despite that, I mean, obviously, I've got the talent to be great, whether I had Don Imus or not. Look, and Ron DeSantis has proven he's got talent long after uh, Donald Trump found him.
2: What, what did I just say about Chris Ruddy? He's a brilliant guy at Newsmax. It's, it's his decision to do what he has to do. I have loyalty to him. He gave me a great job. He gave me my start. You know what? They don't want my services. I'm a free market guy. I sell you a service. You don't want my service anymore? Then, then we move on. But there's no need to badmouth anybody. And, and in the end, Ron DeSantis owes President Trump where he is right now. He owes him that.
0: I disagree. What he owed him that years Donald ago. Trump he, wait, wait. President Trump. he owed him that the first time he won. He's won again, Grant. He doesn't owe him anymore. That's over. Eventually, that's got to run out. You can say I'm appreciative, but to, to wake up every day and owe him, that's, that's a bit much for me. Maybe the first time, not the second time. So, you really believe in your heart of hearts. And again, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You yeah. really believe in your heart of hearts that Donald Trump is the guy that he is the most electable, and if in fact he gets by the primary, that he gives Republicans the best chance to win.
2: Oh, dude, you're funny, man. <laughs> so, so in my heart of hearts, yeah, in my heart of hearts, I know that President Trump is the best man to be President of the United States. Does he give us the best chance at winning? I would like to say he probably gives us the best chance at, at beating a Democrat if it's Joe Biden again or Kamala Harris. But, but in the end, I, I, primaries let you figure those things out. In my belief, President Trump was one of the best presidents we ever had in Agreed. America. He's done it once before. I know the guy could do it again. He's got business to finish. Let President Trump do the dirty work that he set out to do, and then let Ron DeSantis come on in with a Washington cleaned up. That's a pretty good deal for DeSantis.
0: Hey, listen, I keep saying Trump should move back to New York and then uh, beg DeSantis to be his VP for the next four years. No one's going to beat a Trump-DeSantis ticket. And then uh, Ronnie could have the next eight once Trump steps aside after serving a second term. That would be the most ideal situation. You talk about loyalty. Trump, that son of a bitch, better give you a job in his uh, cabinet. My God, you love this guy more than anybody.
2: (laughs) he was very good to this country. And and, you know, this country had never been in the spot that it was in a really long time. And so I do feel like I owe him and I've got some loyalty to him for that. And I think he got screwed out of the last election. And so I'm still I'm still fighting for him.
0: All right. Fair and, enough. and I
2: will. But look, I love Ron DeSantis, too. I'll fight for Ron DeSantis. If he ends up being the nominee. I'll fight. for. I got nothing against him. I'll fight for him.
0: All I can say is you're a great American, and you should be back on television somewhere. I know the podcast. How many times a week does the podcast come out, Grant?
2: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I I literally drop it at like 4 a.m. every morning. So when you wake up to go to work, you can watch it. Just type in Stinchfield. It really helps me when people subscribe, the numbers. uh, Just type in Stinchfield. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, Google Podcasts, all the places you have podcasts please subscribe. It's a huge help. And buddy, you're, you're a great Patriot up there fighting the good fight. And thank you. I always love talking with you, man. I really do. No, you too. And, thank and I'm you. So sorry about Bernie as well. It's just a heart wrenching story. And, Thank and uh, I love you guys.
0: Uh, we love you, too. Thank you, Grant. He did love you, and I love you, and you're, you're a terrific talent, and I love your passion for this country. I, again, I, I tell these guys all the time, go to Stinchfield's Instagram. This guy's running. His uh, muscles are bulging. He's sweating. He's got his Marine shirt on, and Trump this, and America this, and it's, uh, it's really great stuff. So best of luck to you. Keep coming back. Thank you so much. Buddy, you guys. there's one guy that knows about muscle, Sid. So thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from you, that means a lot. Thank you. There he is, folks, live from the great state of Texas, the great American Grant Stinchfield.
2: This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506. 6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.